This is so wizarding. You're listening to the Geek World All-Stars Podcast Network. Broadcasting very fast and very dangerous from the planet Malastare. You are listening to So Wizards. You're thinking, you're people gonna die? The only podcast to make the Kessel Run in under 12 parsecs. There'll be no one to stop us this time. What's going on, everybody? It is time for episode number 488 of the So Wizard Podcast. I am your host, Joey DiCarlo, and with me, my co-hosts. She's back, the queen of all nerds, Aubrey Litchfield. Arr, that's my Godzilla sound. <laughs> oh, it sounded like Godzilla was just like, leave me alone. <laughs> like he, rolled up on his, he rolled up on his island and he's like sleeping. He's like, Arr. you happy? Oh, now go away. <laughs> <laughs> and the expert, Mr. Marquis, Mark Ellis Reagan. Yo, what is going on, everybody? Welcome to the podcast. You are listening to So Wizard Podcast, where three friends review movies, TV, and sometimes more podcasting weekly on the Geek World All-Stars Podcast Network. This week, we've got our review of the surprise hit movie of the year. That's right, guys. It's Godzilla Minus One. But before we get into all of that, how the hell is everybody doing? Aubrey, we missed you last week. How are you? I'm good. I am. Uh, I've been busy. I, you know, I, I think I shared this on Twitter. I've been doing a lot of union stuff with my work and I got moved over to full time. So I'm, I'm actually a full time Bethesda employee and I've just, I've been doing a lot of stuff. So it's, it's been a busy year. <laughs> it's been a really <laughs> busy year. Well, it's great news that you're permanently now a Bethesda employee, but it also means you will not be on the podcast to review the fallout tv show because we don't want any plants here giving it a good review <laughs> yeah I, I probably uh I, I think like they told me that i can say positive things about everybody <laughs> <laughs> I, I can't imagine you have anything bad to say it's like a dream job so <laughs> and it's so great there it's lunch like they have a full service cafeteria and lunch no matter what you get is four dollars and fifty cents nice nice what is your go-to lunch i don't eat lunch there i i work (laughs) (laughs) she got time for lunch she's there to work (laughs) yeah yeah if you were to eat there what was going to be your go-to lunch honestly they have everything they have burgers they have pizza they have salads they have wraps they have uh like ramen, they have poke bowls. Um, they have a whole smoothie bar, a coffee bar. They have a seltzer machine. You can get like anything, anything in that cafeteria. Sounds amazing. We are all quite envious of you, and we're happy that you're back on the show. I'm happy to be back. Awesome. Marcellus Reagans, how are you? Uh, I'm doing all right. I just want to point out that it is kind of amazing that. Aubrey has a job where there's a conflict of interest between her job and this dumbass podcast. <laughs> they asked me about this podcast during my interview over a year ago. They were like, I see you have on your resume that you do a podcast. How's that going to work with Why this? would you put that like, on your resume? What are you doing? <laughs> it's under hobbies. <laughs> oh, hobby. right. Yeah. yeah. But I was just like, I don't have to talk about video games. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it shouldn't be a problem. 
Um, but that, it, uh, that's so awesome, Aubrey, that you're full-time there. That's, that's so cool. I know nothing about video games, but, uh, I will keep my eye out for, uh, for anything with your, your name attached to it. How about that? <laughs> I appreciate you. Uh, yeah, my week has been kind of, uh, normal. I've been trying to get some more designs up on the, the T public store. Uh, I working on like a little Christmas one, even though it's, it's not gonna be done in time for Christmas, but I want it done. It's something that I've been wanting to have done for a while. Uh, so I've been working on that and, you know, doing like a, a little Christmas shopping and, you know, just contemplating life. <laughs> I realized that uh, we went to the movies this weekend uh, for the movie that we're going to review tonight. And uh, I went to see the abyss on a big screen last week in giant XD cinema. Uh, And then like before that, we saw silent night. So I went to the theaters three times within a seven day period. That's a lot. That is a lot. I spent a lot of time at the movies this week. Most of it was good. (laughs) Pod before life. (laughs) Yeah, but I've been doing pretty good. Joey, how about you? How was your week, dude? Tell me I'm lying, Mark. <laughs> Forgot about that. <laughs> how was my week? Um, You know, it was normal and fine up until Friday. And then okay. Friday I had off. So I had Friday off. I had Sunday and Friday off. And I rolled over. My, my sleep schedule is still completely borked from two weeks of, or sorry, two months of working at three 30 in the morning. And then now I'm working a lot of second shift. So like, it's tough. I still, I'm still waking up at like three 20 AM thinking I have to get up and go to work. I'm a mess, but it's fine. It's not a big deal. It's not like I'm digging ditches or anything, but I'm still a little bit of a mess, like sleep schedule wise. So I rolled over on Friday morning. I looked at my phone at like seven 30 and I had a phone call from work. Nobody calls me. I don't like phone calls. I want to be texts or messages only. So my assumption is something catastrophic is going on. I call work and um, three people were on first shift and two of them called out. Oh, so it was my day off and I'm like, fine, I'll be there in about an hour. (laughs) (laughs) So I went and worked on my day off and I got Saturday off in exchange for that. but. It just threw me all out of whack. I had all this stuff I wanted to get done on Friday and I didn't even have an opportunity to do any of that. Um, And then my Saturday was just like I had different stuff to do on Saturday. It was just my whole week was a mess. So I'm I'm slowly recovering from that. (laughs) But other than that, I don't really have anything exciting going on. I'm just working and sleeping and being tired. So, you know, that's that's it. That's the big stuff. (laughs) So it's business as usual then. Pretty much. It's pretty much business as usual with that pod before life action going on. <laughs> I'm making a bunch of TikToks. I did not really watch much for movies in the last week or and a half or so because it's like I hit the goal and now I'm like taking my foot off the gas and I'm just like, Ugh. yeah, and if, if I get five minutes to sit down in front of the TV, honestly, I'm watching. This is weird. And you guys can think I'm weird and all the listeners can think I'm weird. But I watch a lot of urban stealth camping videos. <laughs> What the fuck is that? So they're like, um, like survivalist people, but they'll go yeah. camp in weird places. So it'll be like stealth camping behind a sign on the highway. <laughs> I don't know why I find it interesting and relaxing. So I just will watch stuff like that. And I've been watching that stuff for about a week now, catching up on what I missed for the last year because I was <laughs> pounding myself with movies every day. So 
that's it. That's my excitement. But, you know, <laughs> enough about us. Why don't we talk just a little bit more about us, Marcellus Reagans? Please tell the listeners where they can find more So Wizard Podcast. All right, everybody, you can head on over to soulwizardpodcast.com, and there you're going to find a brand new episode every week. You will also find comic book, TV, and movie reviews, along with some creator interviews conducted by the one and only Adam Wallyhawk. And you can check out Adam's original comic book, Social Studies, over at socialstudiescomic.com. You're also going to find some links to our podcast merchandise, T-shirts, hoodies, stickers, magnets, coffee mugs, a whole array of items that you can purchase and represent Soul Wizard Podcast. Our social media links are there too. So reach out to us on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, and let us know what you think of the show. Find Soul Wizard on all podcasting streaming platforms, such as iTunes, Spotify, Good Pods, and pretty much wherever you can find a podcast. Check out our YouTube page, where new content is being uploaded regularly. We also have a Patreon page. For as little as a dollar a month, you can receive exclusive bonus content while you're supporting the show. A special shout-out goes to the Geek World All-Stars Podcast Network. And I'm talking about Fans on Patrol, Pop Prism Power Podcast, Cult 45, The Movie Podcast, Superhero Speak, and the Gorilla Brain Podcast. That's it for me. Back to you, Joey. No, I didn't. First of all, a podcast takes a lot of work, okay? You have to organize the guests, you have to do a Google Calendar, and then you build a following. It takes a long time, and I've been working on it for a while, okay? And we are back. All right, guys. It's time to talk about our movie review for the week. That's right. It's Godzilla minus one. As always, we're going to start with some non-spoiler stuff. So we're going to talk a little bit about our trip to the movies. We're going to talk about what we thought about the movie without spoiling anything. So if you haven't had a chance to see it yet, or maybe you're on the fence, you'll at least know what we all thought. Then we'll drop the drop delineating spoilers. So if you haven't seen it, obviously get out of here. The rest of you stick around while we talk a little bit more in depth. But to get started... Aubrey Litchfield, I know you saw this ahead of the other two of us. <laughs> you saw this ahead of the rest of us. So mm-hmm. how was your trip to the movies? It actually, it wasn't that bad. I purchased early access fan experience tickets in IMAX because Godzilla is like Noah's life. <laughs> so <laughs> I, um, I purchased these tickets and I didn't know how it was going to go. Cause this is a two hour movie in Japanese and I'm going with a 10 year old. Right. And he was all about it. So we, we had a pretty good time that surprisingly our theater was full of old people. So they didn't do anything. They were just old. Yeah. They were just old. They just existed. Okay. Well, that's probably for <laughs> it the wasn't best. Anything crazy. Yeah. That's yeah. It really cool. was. Uh, it was a pretty easygoing experience we got posters and everything so nothing oh, to complain man. about <laughs> all right well i'm glad you had a good experience at the movies uh Markellis reagan's how about you yeah my experience was pretty normal um the movie did come out a week beforehand and i was very excited to see it because when i went to see the abyss uh they're playing it in the big theater 
the big screen in uh, West Springfield, Massachusetts. Right next door to that one was Godzilla. And they had the poster up. And I'm like, oh, God, yeah. <laughs> if I'm going to see this movie, I definitely want to see it on the big screen. So my fingers were crossed that it was still going to be playing on a big screen because I thought it was like a limited engagement. So wasn't even sure if it was going to be still popular a week later. Um, but yeah, check the times. There were still some showings in the big theater. Got the tickets. Got like really good seats. I wanted to make sure that I was like in like the center spot. You know, I wanted the full experience. And uh, yeah, the theater was about not sold out, but it was close to it. And uh, yeah, it was a seven o'clock on a Friday night. It was a good showing. No issues at all. I had a good time. I didn't get any posters or anything, but yeah. <laughs> all right. Well, obviously, you know, we were planning on doing this movie and some behind the scenes for you, the man behind the curtain for you guys. We wanted to do silent night. Well, I wanted to do silent night. I don't know how you felt about it, Mark. <laughs> oh, John Woo movie. I was like, yes, let's do it. So that came out last week and we, we reviewed that. And then I realized when I was starting to like plan out, my next week of like things I'm doing all week. Like I'm going to go to the movies at this time and I'm working at this time and I'm going to go to my other job at this time. And I'm going to do this at that time. And I filmed TikToks this morning and blah, blah, blah. Like I was planning out my week. I realized that Godzilla minus zero was supposed to be a one week engagement. And I'm like, fuck, (laughs) (laughs) I haven't seen it yet. And I'm not planning on seeing it until next weekend. Uh, My son wanted to see it with me. So I was like, shit, I don't know if we're going to be able to do it. And thank God they extended it. So, We were able to get to go see it, but yeah, we went to West Springfield, Massachusetts, and we went at a normal time again. So we went Saturday night, 6 40 PM. And it was, we, it's weird. Two weeks in a row going to the movies at a normal time was very strange for me. So we get there in the theaters of fucking zoo <laughs> as it is <laughs> right, right away. So we, we get our tickets, we go and we get in line for popcorn. And again, the line is back to the arcade machines. <laughs> it's all the way across the entire theater. There's huge lines. There's five lines, just huge people in line to get food. And I saw a former co-host of the show. Tom Van Zant was there. No way. Oh, what, what was he doing there? He is dropping his Van daughter. Xanadu. <laughs> <laughs> That's his favorite movie. I know he was not seeing Xanadu. Um, he was dropping his his daughter off to go see Trolls World Tour with her friends, but he was not Aww. staying at the movie theater. Oh, that stinks. Yeah. I don't know. I see, he's like, I don't know what I'm going to do for two hours. I'm like, uh. Could have seen Godzilla in two hours. Yeah, could have saw Silent Night. I don't know. So he wasn't uh, sticking around, but I did get to say hi to him. So we're staying in this giant line and it's moving in slow and stop as usual. As we get closer to the counter, I notice that the person at the register that we're in line for is the same person as last week. That was super <laughs> slow. So right off the bat, I'm in a bad mood. I'm like, Oh Jesus. And then we're second from the front. And then she turns around and just starts farting around with the popcorn in the bin and like not ringing on the register. And I'm like, okay, well maybe this is some important thing that has to be done. But then other people like that weren't ringing register, like managers or supervisors, just walking by and just leaving us all standing there waiting while this girl fired around the popcorn for literally 10 minutes. <laughs> what? She's probably making the popcorn. No, it was overflowingly full. So whatever she was doing with the scoop and farting around the popcorn, I don't know. But again, it just comes back to what I said last time I went to the movies at this theater is that I just want to see the oomph. Like, right. I don't. 
need to be rung up super fast, but I want to feel like the person ringing me up acknowledges that there is a line from the counter across the entire theater to the arcade <laughs> machines. And it's like, oh, I might have to put some pep in my step to get these people out of here so they don't miss their fucking movie. <laughs> so I was already in a bad mood. <laughs> so then we go into the theater, we sit down. I'm like, okay, we're going to be fine. And it's it's decently full. I will say it's decently full. It was not packed, but it was decently full. And we're sitting through the trailers and the the newbie and everything. And and right off the bat, I got to tell you guys, I am really nervous about next year for the podcast because <laughs> the trailers are awful. Yeah. Thank you, writers and actors strike. It does not appear the first half of 2024. We'll have anything. I'm going to have to take not, not not just a week off, like six months off to, <laughs> to cover. But yeah, we saw, of course, um, Imaginary, which Aubrey, you don't have to go see. But Mark, unfortunately, you and I have to go see. Okay. We did not see the movie about the haunted swimming pool. So thank God. Oh, boo. Fuck that movie. <laughs> just drain the fucking pool, man. Or just, just don't go in the pool. Like, how about that? You just buy a fucking gate. Like, don't go in the pool. How about that? <laughs> It's not that scary. <laughs> okay. Anyway, sorry. Um, so we're sitting there and immediately I'm, I'm getting nervous because there's people piling in and right in front of us, the, the row in front of us, a family of four comes in with a toddler mm-hmm. and I'm like a fucking toddler. Like this is a Japanese language movie with subtitles. Why is there a toddler here? <laughs> <laughs> because Godzilla is in the title. Oh my God. Matter. And then in our row, a bunch of, I don't want to say like late teens, like early 20s guys came in and sat completely across our entire row, except for the seat next to me. Thank God. And right off the bat, they're on their phones, on their phones, on TikTok, taking pictures on their phones with the flashlight on, on their phones. I'm fucking dying. I'm like, oh, Jesus. And then behind us sits another group with small kids who are just talking the whole time. All right. but. You know, we've we've experienced like weird stuff like this before. And then everybody just calms down when the movie starts. Right. Not this time. (laughs) The people next to us were on their phones on TikTok the entire movie. At one point when the movie was about five minutes in, some guy just started watching a hockey game on his phone. Wow. And I I literally was like, shh, I got like really (laughs) mad. And I'm like. I'm like, I'm going to get in a fucking fight tonight. Like, I am going to get in a fist fight tonight. Um, the people in front of us with the toddler, um, it took about four minutes before the toddler was whining, crying, getting up, moving around, running around. So one of the people got up and left with them. I'm like, okay, that, that's admirable. Except they just kept coming back every 15 minutes. And then the person that had the toddler with them would then be standing up, talking to the people sitting down. No, then they would, then they would sit down. Then literally two minutes later, they would get up again, stand up for like five minutes and then leave again. And this was the entire movie, the entire movie. (laughs) Like at some point you have to realize you made a fucking mistake and leave. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) Uh, The people behind us, uh, the kid was a little older, but was literally just talking the whole movie. Yeah. And was like, what are they saying? What are they saying? What are they saying? What are they <gasps> doing? What are they saying? And the father was like explaining what was going on in the movie to them for the whole movie. And then at one point they're like, are they just going to keep talking Chinese for the whole movie? Wow. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
It was. They're not going to learn English on screen. It's it not was horrendous. It was the worst movie going experience I've had in years. It was awful to have people so inconsiderate <laughs> in the movie theater. I'm surprised you didn't ask for a refund. Uh, well, because I would not have had another chance to see the movie. So I had to work Sunday and then that's it. <laughs> like I, this was the only chance I had to see it. And I had to see it with my son because he wanted to see it too. So uh, if I was just going by myself, I might've just gone today at like 10 in the morning or something by myself, but I wanted to see it with my son. So we wanted to watch it and there was no other choice. This was the movie theater we picked. So I was just furious. Like I could not believe it. I could not believe the people in this movie theater talking phones, flash photography. It was awful. And I, lucky Max wasn't there. He would have yelled at all of them. I don't know how he could have fought the entire movie theater. He would have fought the entire movie. Someone would have thrown a toddler at him and just like knocked him out or something. And that one kid would be, would be like, are they going to talk Chinese the whole time? It's like you said before, Springfield is going to Springfield. It is. So going forward, I've made the decision. I'm not going to that fucking movie theater ever again, (laughs) ever again, between the horrible service at the snack bar and the clientele. I am done. It's not fucking cheap, dude. It's not cheap to go. That was a fucking $30 plus snack. So about a $50 trip to the movies. And yeah, it wasn't a good time. (laughs) I hate to be that type of person. That's like, Oh, like, this is why people don't like to go to the movies. Like I, people say that all the time. And I'm always like, well, you know, I do like to go to the movies and blah, blah, blah. But like, you could kind of understand it. Once you experience going to the movies at a normal person time. (laughs) <laughs> the majority of people are awful and it's a terrible experience. <laughs> like, why did I spend $50 to feel like shit the whole time? Other than watching the movie. Like I was so angry afterwards. I can't even describe to you in words how angry I was. It just was not a good time. I was so mad because I, and I say it on here all the time. I consider going to the movie sacred. Like, like shut up, be considerate, watch the movie, pay attention to what you're going to see. Like, when you bought the tickets, it says in huge letters on the website, Japanese language with subtitles. <laughs> like, how do you look at that and go, oh, yeah, two and a half year old, they'll be fine. Now, I don't know if the guy was but just smoking. like all the colors. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if the guy was smoking or what, but it sounded like he was packing cigarettes at, at certain points. Like the guy in front of us from the toddler family just kept hearing like. Oh like my god! Was like hitting cigarettes. I don't. And I didn't see any smoke, so I don't know. But like <laughs> at that point, I was I, I, nothing was off the table at that point. So yeah, it was just awful. So I will go to the other movie theater going forward. And if I have to go to that one, I'm only going super late at night or super early in the morning. I am never yeah. going to a showing at that theater at a normal time ever again. I'll I'll fucking drive to wherever to go to the theater at this point to, to get away from that theater. <laughs> oh go to fucking Plainville, Connecticut, <laughs> AMC, an hour and a half in each direction. That's fine with me. I was just about to say that. Fucking Natick, uh, AMC. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> I just could not believe how bad it was. And that was, it was like a niche movie. It's not like we went to like like some blockbuster where you're like, okay, here come the plebs. You know, it was it's right. a movie. Uh, I don't get it. Anyway. So it was an awful movie going experience for me for the record, dude, if that ever happens, well, it's, you're never going there again. So it's never going to happen again. But if you ever go to a Cinemark and you get like, you know, you have like a shitty time, fucking 
without being a Karen, just go to the manager and be like, yo, the fuck I paid 50 bucks and I have to deal with this shit. And even if you can't go see the same movie, at least you'll get free tickets. Yeah. So I don't, I don't want to be an asshole to the people that work there because yeah, the service at the uh, stand was terrible, but it wasn't bad to the point where I needed a refund, but right. I didn't want to be a dick to the people. It was not their fault. The clientele of their movie theater. So. <laughs> Next Dude. time you should just get up during it and go complain to them and make them kick them out. I should have got up and just shit on the guy in the seat that had brought the toddler. This is this is me defecating on you for you <laughs> bringing this entire family to us. And why did the lady that kept taking the toddler have to stay standing up after she put the toddler down? Like, Dude, that, that annoys the shit out of me when people stand up in their aisle. Like, they're standing directly in front of you. Mm-hmm. So you can't see anything. It's just that drives me nuts, dude. I would have lost my shit. I only was able to control my shit because I was with my son. So right. I'm not going to start a wild brawl at the Cinemark <laughs> Theater with me fighting the entirety of the people there to see the movie um, when I had my son with me. I just didn't want to do that. So, But all that aside, there was a movie that we watched. So guys, non-spoiler, what did you think of Godzilla? Minus one, Marky Mark. You know, there was a little bit of hype about this movie about, you know, it's, you know, the best Godzilla movie ever made and probably the best movie of the year and blah, blah, blah. So I'm like, ah, whatever. It's Godzilla. Uh, That being said, this is one of the best movies of the year. (laughs) I really like this movie. I thought it was done really well Uh, and I enjoyed it. I can't wait to own it on Blu-ray. And uh, if I get a chance to see it in the theaters again, I will definitely take that chance. Wow. All right. Aubrey Litchfield, what about you? Uh, I agree with Mark Ellis. It, it definitely was one of the best movies of the year. It was, it was just really well done. It was everything you would want in a Godzilla movie, I would say, for a starter Godzilla movie. I shouldn't say for a Godzilla movie. For a beginner, like beginning of the story for godzilla it was everything you'd want in a beginning of the story godzilla what about noah noah absolutely loved it he was um he loved the classical scores that they had the classic scores um he was fully immersed in it there were times when we looked over and his jaw was just on the ground (laughs) It it was really awesome i thought for sure bringing a 10 year old to a two a two hour Japanese movie was a 50, 50 shot with Noah. It was like a 75, 25, 75. It's going to be good. 25. We're going to have an issue um, and have to leave because I am that parent that would leave. But he read the entire movie and he was, he was right on it. He's, he stayed up to date the whole time. All I could think about Aubrey is that the Godzilla theme should be your theme. So, like, <laughs> when you enter a room, it's like, bah, 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 bah. <laughs> we could start and, implementing that. I think we could. Anyway, um, this is not going to be a really fun show to uh, debate and argue with because this is one of the best movies of the year. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, we, my son and I were both blown away at how good this was. Especially because the last Godzilla movie I watched was Godzilla X Kong, where the world is saved by uh, the kid from Deadpool 2 spilling soda on an iPod or something. I don't fucking remember what happened. Uh, 
and it was awful. <laughs> like this blew it out of the water. This is one of the best movies of the year. It's probably the best Godzilla movie in in like 30 years. <laughs> like yeah. it's a it is amazing. So I highly suggest you go check it out if you haven't seen it. If you haven't seen it, obviously we're telling you go see it. The rest of you stick around because we're going to drop the drop and we are going to spoil Godzilla minus one. Uh, I've got some spoilers. One clear spoiler. Here's a spoiler. You will die alone. (laughs) All right, guys. Let's talk about things that we liked about the movie. Marcellus Reagans, give me some things that you liked because there seems to be quite a bit. Yeah, uh, the movie... Uh, does a really good job of dividing the story between the human characters and Godzilla. Um, usually in Godzilla movies, at least in the ones that I've seen. And I have to to preface this by saying I'm not like the biggest Godzilla fan. Like I I I watched the movies, you know, as a kid, but there was nothing about it that really captured my imagination. The only Godzilla movie that I actually genuinely liked is the 2014 one. Gareth Edwards one. And I liked that one. I thought it was decent, but Godzilla never really did anything for me. So this one with them introducing Godzilla as like just a, a, a force, just as like a, a villain, an evil creature that's destroying stuff. Uh, and the fact that they were able to balance that with a human story to get you to really care about these characters so that when Godzilla did show up, you were like scared for them. Uh, I thought that was really cool. That was a, a really good good way of um of getting as aubrey said like a new person or people who are who are getting the beginning story of godzilla getting them into it uh the movie reminded me a lot of the host um a south korean movie that's also a monster movie um but where there's a strong family human story and there's also a creature that's terrorizing the city uh it, it strikes a good balance between the two of them um i thought the special effects were amazing i could not and I, I feel like I've watched a, a lot of movies and I can tell what's CG, what's practical, all of that stuff. But there is so many scenes in this movie that I could not tell how they did it. It looked really, really good. I was surprised. Um, and then I watched a little bit of a, the behind the scenes of it. It's a lot of CG in this movie, like a ton of CG. But they do such a good job of blending it, I couldn't tell. So the special effects are amazing. The Godzilla theme. <laughs> I thought was really cool. Uh, there's a song called Simon Says that uses that same Godzilla theme as the intro. So whenever I hear that theme, I'm thinking like the beat's about to drop and that song is going to come on. <laughs> uh, but it, it does it. But I still like the theme song. And uh, this is the third movie that this director has made that I love. The first movie he did that I loved is called The Returner. Um, and it's like a, a sci-fi. It came out like Holy right after the Matrix. Shit. He Do you remember that movie? I remember buying that on bootleg DVD at a time. <laughs> yes. Like 23 years ago. <laughs> <laughs> yes. That's about when it came out. Uh, and I love that movie. It's one of those B sci-fi movies that you'll find on Tubi. Uh, but I had it on DVD back in my blockbuster days. Um but he did that movie, and I love that movie. And he also did the live-action space battleship Yamoto, which in America they called it Star Blazers, um, the cartoon show. But they made a, a live-action movie of it. 
And I was not a Star Blazers fan. I didn't get Star Blazers growing up in Chicago. Oh. Um, so so I watched a little bit of the cartoon. So that all of it was kind of new to me. But that movie, I didn't have to know anything about Star Blazers to get the movie. That movie is so good. And he directed that, too. So he's like, as far as I'm concerned, he's three for three. So he has a pass for forever. Um, I love this movie. I thought everything about it was good. There's a couple of chintzy things um, in it, but. For the most part, the movie's amazing. All right. Aubrey Litchfield, what about you? Um, I I thought that everything was great. I think it's a really good origin story. Um, I think that, you know, a lot of people nowadays go into the old Toho films and they're they're very cheesy. And unless you kind of grew up with them, they don't really and and unless that's like what you'd like you're gonna watch them and you're not gonna really get into them and i so i think that this movie does a really good job of kind of modernizing those old school films while still staying true to to all of it i i really enjoy that they keep the you know the very telltale godzilla theme that old instrumental soundtrack and everything i thought that that was fantastic i i like you know and i i liked the story i didn't think that i would like the story as much as i did but i was i was pretty invested in it and i i you actually grew to care about these characters which i, I don't give a fuck about millie millie bobby brown's character <laughs> in the new, <laughs> new Godzilla movies hey that's that's her prerogative right <laughs> yeah I, I do not care about those stories and and this one like you legitimately care about what's gonna happen and i was really upset when i thought that girl died and then she comes back to life i was super ecstatic i was like oh thank god that's all i really cared about <laughs> <laughs> It, it it's crazy because you're actually invested in these characters and that you don't find it like the the other Godzilla films that have come out you're like man there's a lot of humans in it there's not really that many kaijus and in this one it was okay that there was a lot of human interaction in it because it kind of built up the story and it makes you invested in what's going to happen next and what the story is going to be after this. And I really enjoyed that. I also enjoyed that Godzilla kind of looked cheesy in some scenes. Like he definitely <laughs> had a fupa going on. <laughs> and and um put that on the front of the me. put that on the front of the Blu-ray. I like <laughs> Godzilla's fupa. He looked like he was an action figure that somebody was just like moving and and was articulating and stuff. So I did enjoy that cheesiness because normally you're like, oh man, the special effects suck. But these were like really practical special effects and I liked them. And everything just looked good. It didn't look awful. Like I'm saying Godzilla looked cheesy and some, but it didn't look bad. It didn't look bad at all. And I thought that that was really cool. I like that at the end, you know, Godzilla kind of blows up, but then they also show like him regenerating, which shows you how he's in all the other movies and gets beat up all the time. Like he's not completely indestructible, but he is somewhat indestructible. So I, I liked it. I liked how everything was you know, within that time period and, and all of that. I, I, I truly enjoyed it more than I thought I would. All right. Well, uh, what did I like about the movie? I'm going to agree with both of you guys. First of all, the human characters 
thank God were great in this movie. Their storyline was fantastic because that's what carries the movie. It's not Godzilla fighting monsters for two and a half hours with King Kong wearing uh, the infinity gauntlet. Uh, (laughs) No, it's not, it's not that kind of movie. (laughs) So, and I come from the school of silly Godzilla movies from back in the day. I want to see him and jet Jaguar, uh, double teaming some guy and he drop kicks him by sliding across the <laughs> <on> his tail. <laughs> like, I want to see that. I'm really hoping we get a sequel to this Godzilla minus two with jet Jaguar in it. I don't think we will. <laughs> no, please. No, <laughs> but, um, so I come from that kind of school of, of loving those silly, cheesy Godzilla movies and, and, but I'm not like some pleb, like I can appreciate like a serious movie. And, and I really liked the human, element of this this story and they took the time to get you to know the characters like obviously it opens right up on odo island and they have godzilla arrive but even just in the beginning moments of it you know you're starting to see elements of the characters you know he was supposed to be a kamikaze pilot he landed something's wrong with his plane they're like i don't really think anything's wrong with your plane and then (laughs) we start to kind of learn about him being a little bit of a coward actually yeah so you know that right away we're getting character development that we don't get in the last few Godzilla movies I've seen. At least I didn't watch Sheen Godzilla, but you know, I did watch 2014 and King of the monsters and Godzilla X Kong. And those were all pretty awful to be honest. (laughs) (laughs) So my expectations were somewhat low, but I, yeah, I just thought the, the character work was fantastic. I loved, um, I loved uh, Shikishima. Is that how you say his name? Mm-hmm, the main guy, right? Yeah, the main character. I, I thought mm-hmm. his journey throughout the movie was really well done. Um, from, like we said, we first meet him. He's a coward and, and shameful to, at the end, he's willing to do whatever it fucking takes. <laughs> so, I thought that was great. I thought they did a great job with the special effects. Like Aubrey said, I thought the scene, my favorite scene, I think, was when they first encountered Godzilla in the water and they're out um, hunting for mines. Yes. And he's going behind their boats. You can kind of see his head a little bit out of the water. And then when they got him with the mine and I was like, holy shit, they got him. Um, And his face just completely regenerates. Right. Like, Oh shit. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I will agree with you, Aubrey. I thought Godzilla um, at times did look a little silly. I loved his little stubby arms. (laughs) (laughs) So he's like walking and he's got the, like, it felt like he's like wiggling like a little bit with his little stubby arms. I thought that was hilarious, but um, so they did a good job of balancing a tiny bit of cheesiness, but then, you know, he gets to the city and it's like a fucking force of nature destroying the place. Like they, there was no hope for anyone to defeat this thing or stop what was happening. And, you know, because they'd done such a great job for the first half of the movie, building up your love for the characters that you're now like, freaking out because uh noriko is is hanging out upside down out of a train right so you do get uh, a lot of time with these characters and thank god the acting was fantastic the writing was fantastic and you, you really do build up a bond with these characters and all of them are different too um and they all had flaws and that that was something i enjoyed too because i feel like in the american versions that we've seen in the last few years the, the characters are just dumb and they're there doing dumb things and you just don't care at all like why do we does anyone give a flying fuck about Millie Bobby Brown in those movies? No. No. What what is her character? What is her flaw? What is her problem? What is she doing? I don't know. Uh I don't know. 
I mean, they're different types of movies, obviously, but it's just it's such a stark contrast. It makes this movie actually look even better when you're watching. Yeah, it right. Those are so bad. So, uh, yeah, for me, it was all about story, acting, special effects, and just tension and the feeling of the movie. Even up to the end, I kind of had an inkling when the guy was showing him the thing with the bomb, like, hey, okay, you have to pull this. This is the safety on the bomb. Right. I thought, okay, he put a ejector seat in without telling him. <laughs> that, was, <laughs> that was my first thought. Like, he's, he put an ejector seat in without telling him. Um, so he's going to think he's going to kill himself, and he's actually going to eject, or Rose Tico's going to come and ram him from... Um, <laughs> <laughs> but he, they, they then they flash back that there actually was a ejector seat in there, which I was glad because I didn't really didn't want to see Akiko have to have another new parent. <laughs> the poor, <laughs> poor fucking kid. I don't know. I don't know that poor fucking kid. So I was glad. I really liked the ending. I thought it was great the, the way they uh, had hatched the plan, explain the plan, execute the plan, and then if the plan gets fucked up. And you're just like, oh, shit, what are they going to do? And then it works. And uh, he blows Godzilla's head off. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Fucking awesome. Uh, I, I just I really had a good time with this movie. And there's not much that I didn't like about it. But there has to be something you didn't like about it. So, Marcellus Reagans, is there anything you did not like about Godzilla minus one? You know, it's so like nitpicky. There isn't anything that I didn't like about it. Uh, some of the characters were a little over the top, but you know, it's a Godzilla movie. Like who cares? Like the, there's the, you know, there's the boat that has like the captain, the scientist guy, and then the kid. Yep. And the kid, you know, wants some of the action. He wants to be a badass, and like his, he has a really awesome arc where he's the guy that like gets all of the tugboats to come and and help out. <laughs> It was like it was like the end of Rise of Skywalker, but you actually cared what was happening. I was just about to say that there's a lot of Star Wars in this in this movie. Holy shit! Um, yeah, so I thought his character was a little extreme. Uh, the, the main hero like um, begging people to help him, and him banging his head on the table like over and over again. I'm like, oh, that's that's a little extreme. So there's a couple of things that are like, eh, the the ejector seat totally saw that coming um and i'm glad they i'm glad that they put that in there um because again you you're with this hero and you know he's going to sacrifice himself to save everyone so you do kind of want him to to survive so i'm glad that they put that in there but it was a, a tiny bit like forced in there a little bit uh i did not see the girl coming back i did not see her surviving that blast and as when it happened, I'm like, boo, that's kind of cheesy. But then as I was thinking about it today, you know, she did survive just barely. And then they do a close up of her neck and you see she has like that kind of poisoning that's happening in her neck. So it's not all like <laughs> like sunshine and rainbows like she survived. But there's some shit that happened to her. What was uh, that so on her neck? Like, I didn't even understand that. It I don't know. It, I just assumed it was some kind of like radiation poisoning from the Godzilla blast. Uh, they didn't really explain it and they didn't really have to explain it. They just had to let you know that yes, she's alive, but it's not going to be good. <laughs> so I'm like, okay, I'll, I'll take that. But other than that, nah, there isn't a lot. There wasn't a lot that I, I, I didn't like about it. Like everything else, like the fact that they brought Godzilla in, in the first, like, you know, 10 minutes of the movie, you know, 
that stuff outweighs any kind of negative stuff I would have about the movie. You know what I mean? They did so many cool things that it outweighs any kind of negative things about the movie. All right. Aubrey Litchfield, anything at all that you did not like about this movie? I did not like the little girl screeching. (laughs) (laughs) I hated it. Maybe I accidentally went to a 4D screening and that's why there were annoying kids in my showing. Because it was... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> the, the screech in my version was like ear piercing and it bothered me i hated it she could have just cried normal for two seconds not too long like she went on too long and it was too much of a high pitch act better two-year-old <laughs> you know <laughs> i i agree with you arbery i just wouldn't say it out loud but thank you <laughs> I'm here to say what's on everybody's mind. (laughs) It was shit acting. She'll never get another job. (laughs) But yeah, that's it. That's all. (laughs) All right. All right. Um, So let's see. Did I have anything I didn't like about this movie? And I've been thinking about it for a couple of days and there is very little I dislike about this movie. Uh, And like Mark said, very nitpicky. I did not expect. um, I did not expect Noriko to survive. And I understand why. Like, you know, you can't have this movie and then everybody die. All the main characters die at the end. <laughs> it's just like, all right, I'm going to go leave the movie and lie down in traffic now. Um, so I understand. I, I was surprised. Sure and it's called Rogue One. Yeah. Well, no, because we still got <laughs> the ending. Star Wars. Right. We got the ending with uh, Darth Vader to like at least have you leave the movie theater like satisfied. <laughs> like, I don't know how I would have felt about this if he dies blowing up Godzilla's head and she's dead. And then Akiko is just an orphan again. (laughs) It's not an uplifting ending. Um, So I was a little surprised that she survived, but I was happy that it happened. And then I was expecting when he saw her in the hospital for her to be like, if you don't marry me now, you're fucking out of here. Get the fuck out. But you know, there's very little dislike here. I, I think like Mark said, there were a couple times in Aubrey said, a little bit here and there, very spare that the CGI might've been a little off, but it's really hard to be upset about a $15 million or less budgeted movie. Right. (laughs) So um, what they did for that budget is astounding and it, a little wonky CG here or there. I think the worst of it was when they blew up Godzilla's head (laughs) and he's just standing, standing there with his head half off. I'm like, (laughs) is that a puppet or like what's happening right now? And it was fine. It was fine. I have literally next to nothing to complain about, about this movie. I just thought it was fucking fantastic. So, uh, Aubrey, what do you want from Godzilla minus two? Um, you know, I would like to see some different kaijus like, uh, Angris, cause you don't see him very often in the other movies or Rodan. I think they kind of showed Rodan and, and in, in Godzilla, uh, King of the Monsters, but, I think you don't get as much attention on uh, King Caesar. You could have King Caesar too. What about uh, Akiko all grown Caesar. up? If Akiko was all grown up and fought Minya. Yeah. <laughs> no. The the possibilities are endless. That's right. All right. Reagan's, what do you want from Godzilla minus two? I don't know, man. I feel this movie is kind of lightning in a bottle. Like, I don't know if they could make a sequel that would be worthy of this movie i kind of i really don't want to see another one but if they were going to do another one uh as as long as it's the same director i wouldn't care 
Like they could do whatever they want. They could bring, they could do a, a cross universe and bring Millie Bobby Brown and uh, Brian Cranston into it for all I care. I don't care. Oh Christ! Oh man, I I I would be down for anything that this director does next with this, but I'd love for them to move it now into the late seventies, eighties, and have uh, Akiko working as a scientist who designs Jet Jaguar. <laughs> <laughs> Combat Godzilla, who has returned for revenge, <laughs> which completely undercuts like anything that this movie has going right. for it. But I exactly. was like, robots. <laughs> <laughs> I want a down to earth, well acted, well written story about giant robots fighting Godzilla. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Perfect. But yeah, I mean, I'm down for whatever. I Like you said, Mark, I'd be happy if they don't do anything further with this. But I think it's on pace to make quite a bit of money. <laughs> good which is great you want to see quality rewarded but i think that you're going to get a sequel regardless of if you like it or not so hopefully it's the same director and the same care put into it but and hopefully it can hold theaters you know it was only supposed to be in the theaters for a week they extended it they say they're going to extend it again uh if you can hold theaters through christmas it could rack up quite a bit of money (laughs) yeah it might even outgross disney's wish domestically which would be mind blowing because <laughs> <So, laughs> you go to that one and you wish there was a better movie. But anyway, the only thing left to do now that we're done gushing about this movie, the only thing left to do is to give it a score from zero to five, five being the best zero being the worst. Aubrey Litchfield, what do you got for Godzilla minus one? Uh, I'm going to give it a five. I think it deserves <laughs> that. Awesome. Markella's right. I'm going to give it a four and a half. It is so close to a five, but it isn't quite there. Definitely a four and a half. Wow. All right. Well, I've been thinking about this, like I said, for a couple days and stewing on it. It's a five out of five. (laughs) Yeah. I knew you were going to give it a five. I knew it. There's just no way around it. It's so well done. (laughs) I I have nothing to complain about about the movie. Like I watched it. I'm like, that's fucking awesome. Like uh, there's nothing to complain about a little nitpicky thing here and there. Like, that's it. Godzilla didn't drop kick anybody, I guess, or dance. <laughs> you know, that, that, that's about it. That's all I got. You know, <laughs> this was fucking phenomenal. If it's still playing near you, go see it immediately. Or, you know, if you get a chance to see it on streaming when it hits or on home video, <laughs> check it out because it's totally worth it. It's fucking awesome. So, five out of five for me sounds like all of us loved this movie, but maybe we got it right and maybe we got it wrong. Hit us up on social media. Let us know what you think. And now we are going to wrap it up before we tap it up and get some recommendations for the listeners out there. Aubrey Litchfield, what do you got? I recommend everybody. I think I recommended this actually before everybody go watch Godzilla singular point on Netflix. There is a lot of human action, which sucks, but they have (laughs) characters like um, Angris and, and Jet Jaguar in it. So if you really like that old school Godzilla and all those niche characters, they are in this. All right. Marcellus Reagans. How about you? Uh, Yeah, I would say if you can, I'm not sure if they're streaming anywhere, but definitely check out the director's other movies. Uh, The returner. Just a sci-fi action movie, a time travel action movie that's awesome, and a space battleship Yamoto, uh, which is a, another big sprawling sci-fi action movie. I'm not sure where they're streaming, but if you can find those, uh, if you can, if you have the time to look for them, look for those. He also directed the the CG animated version of Lupin the Third, a Lupin the Third uh, classic anime uh, from a long time ago. 
they made a, a CG version of it that uh, I have been waiting to see for uh, since they first announced it. And it was tough to get a hold of, but I guess now it's that one is actually streaming on Hulu. Uh, so, you know, he's a director that works in all types of fields. Uh, definitely check out one of his other movies if you don't get a chance or if you if you did get a chance and enjoyed the Godzilla movie. Awesome. I know he's been campaigning to direct a Star Wars movie. So. Yes. Give it give it to him. Give it to him tomorrow. Cancel everything else you have planned. <laughs> Cut Daisy Ridley a big check and say thanks. No, thanks. And let this guy do whatever the fuck he wants. <laughs> anyway, I will suggest that you go to SoWizardPodcast.com where you can find the podcast every week. Links to all our social media accounts on the right hand side of the page. Links to all our YouTube and Patreon content as well as now featuring movie reviews by Stu from SWO Productions. So jump onto our website at SoWizardPodcast.com. Go to subscribe to the show wherever you find podcasts. We will be there. iTunes, Spotify, Good Pods, just about anywhere under the sun you find podcasts. We will be there. Check out the aforementioned YouTube channel. There's hours of free exclusive content there. Uh, Adam just dropped his uh, review uh, slash is this worth watching of Showtime's The Curse. So you can go see if that's worth your time. And uh, there's lots of other stuff there too. So check it out. And then the Patreon, of course, patreon.com backslash so was your podcast. Monetarily support the show. Get extra exclusive content. It's the only place to hear us discuss all the news and trailers going on in the world of movies and TV. So jump on board, help out the show, and get some more in your ears. I will suggest that, like Markella said earlier, uh, the host... Directed by Bong Joon-ho, who you may know as the director of Parasite or Snowpiercer. Uh, the what a name. Is fucking awesome. <laughs> uh, I actually saw it in the movie theater, Mark. So did I. I saw it in the movies with Amanda. <laughs> good friend of the show, Amanda. I actually got to go see a good movie with me for a change. I'm sure I made her see Dragon Wars like a week later. But, oh, God. <laughs> um, or Alone in the Dark or something. So. <laughs> Tara Reed is Alone in the Dark. That might be a good I hate you now watch someday. <laughs> mm. <laughs> or maybe not. <laughs> maybe. Not. But yeah, uh, the host, uh, another movie, like Mark said, uh, family and a uh, monster terrorizing their town. And it's fucking phenomenal. I have no idea where it's playing. It's It's been in and out of different streaming services. So you have to check it out. But check out the host. And then uh, come on back next week. We'll be reviewing another movie. And I honestly have no idea what it's going to be because uh I have to recheck my release dates for stuff, but we'll be here. Wonka comes out. <laughs> yeah, well, Doesn't Wonka fun. come out? You go, you go see it. Hey, let us know how it was. Yeah. <laughs> 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 and we'll see you next week. I have been your host, Joey DiCarlo, my co-host, the queen of all nerds and the queen of all Wonkas, Aubrey Litchfield. <laughs> Everybody wants a little Oompa Loompa. <laughs> the expert, Mr. Marquis, Markellis Ray. Uh, Simon says, go see Godzilla minus one. Everybody have a great week and Wakanda forever. Simon says, starring Dennis Rodman. No, God, no. (laughs) We will see you guys next week. Thanks for listening. Good journey. You're stepping on my toes